Hello everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost. How are you doing? How are you doing on this fine day? Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for sharing time. Thanks for just being here and being you. Um, So today's topic is all about the torn paper. I know, strange topic, right? But I've got to tell you, there's something oddly fascinating to me about the torn paper. I am in my car coming home from the park. And there is a car behind me. Okay, but I missed it. Phew. Okay, all is good. All is good. Yeah, so the torn paper. Um, gosh, I don't know. There's so much power in the tear. And it's so freeing in so many ways. Um, and it also lends itself to that old world, nubbly, grungy, piratey sort of feel. Boy, when you ink it up or you wrinkle it up and then ink it up, oh my lord! Or you're you're talking you're talking uh, journal gold. Um, it's a style, it's a technique, and it's something fun and it's something playful. So if you've never explored the torn page, maybe this this is your day. Um, all right, so let's just talk about the paper and the tearing itself. Why why would we tear? Well, one thing it can save you a lot of time. Um, Let's say you construct your journal and you've put in your signatures and you suddenly realize that all your signatures are too wide for your journal and you're mortified because it's so fat, all the signatures together, and you're thinking, I gotta cut with scissors through all those pages, um, either in clumps or individually. In clumps, it's gonna exhaust your hand. Um, Individually, it's gonna take you forever. Then you take it over the guillotine and you find that your guillotine, if it's anything like mine, will only cut about eight papers max at a time. And you've got quite a few papers in there, sometimes 240. Yep, yep, that can happen. What do you do? What do you do? Um, Tearing can be an awesome option. So you don't need to take apart your journal. You don't need to take apart the signatures. You just, you kind of open up your journal and you look at it and you decide where you want, how wide you want your papers to be. Now remember, when you open up your journal, you're going to translate or slide your spine. It's going to relax and lay down like a person laying down in bed to the left. And it's going to pull the bed sheets, also known as the journal pages, with it. So don't just open it up and then cut straight down because you're going to get some that are really long and really short. The back ones are going to end up being really short and the front ones are going to be too long. What you want to do is you want to, uh, what I call, make the magic marks with the pencil. Um, uh, 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 put your spine back in its normal position, close your book, and decide exactly where you want the first page to be um, torn. And that, if you're looking at it straight down with the spine um, perpendicular, then that should go through the entire book. Now, open up your, make your mark with your pencil. You got a peek under there. Make your mark at the top of the bottom would be perfect, actually. And, um, then go in there and lay down a ruler. Um, if you've got a metal sharp-edged ruler, those are really handy because they have a nice sharp edge. It's easy to tear. And sometimes you can take two or three or four little pages at once and you can just tear them off. And uh, sometimes you get nice deckled edges. Um, hang on. Oh, had to sneeze there. Sorry. <laughs> I'm back. Um, and deckled is kind of like a rough edge, like a, a torn edge, basically. It looks like a torn edge. Um, a little feathered edge, the little fibers of the paper um, come apart with the tearing. And you can also get all those fancy rulers, those tearing, official tearing rulers, um, and spend lots of money on those. I think, oh God, 
I spent, I don't know, $35 on a, on a tearing ruler to get a deckled edge. And do you know how often I pull it out? Almost never. You know why? Because it's so big and it's actually designed to tear um, like big watercolor paper sheets. And uh, um, it just uh, totally, um, you know, is cumbersome. And I'm like, hmm. Okay, probably not going to do that too often. And it's really sharp. Boy, I mean, it scratches my hand when I try and do it. So, um, you uh, don't rule out hand tearing. <clears throat> hand tearing with no ruler, the minimum minimalism of tools, just your hands, you could probably tear easily two or three pages. And that really gives you, I think, the coolest edge of all. Because the randomness with the human hand is unpredictable, it is fanciful, it gives you edges you, you could never create with any fancy tearing ruler or any metal edge ruler, anything like that. So I would say, if you're looking for that grungy old pirate technique, that would be the cat's meow. Now, there's the other technique of, let's say your pages are too wide again. <clears throat> let's say they're really wide. Let's like what you like left maybe you left it on purpose because you didn't know exactly how wide you wanted your pages to be in your journal did you want them all to be inside or did you want some to stick out did you want all of them to stick out and make your cover smaller that's a cool look too don't rule anything out you have a world of possibilities why because this is junk and you can do anything you want to it that's right you have full permission to go hog wild and create with reckless abandon yes and nobody can say anything that's right all the naysayers you just vanish into the mist because it's junk and uh, so there you are, your pages are too wide and you can hand tear them on the outside and make them, keep them longer, wider, should I say, than your cover. And this is awesome because that can really give you that old bundled scripture kind of looking like tome thing. And uh, that can be truly, truly awesome. Oh, I just had an idea for a journal. Somebody, somebody file that somewhere. Um, oh, I really like to do that right now. Just get me home, get me home. <laughs> um, yeah, so just even thinking about these things begets more ideas. So when you're driving in the car, you know, and you got a few moments to yourself, sometimes it's time to turn off the radio. It's time to, you know, turn off the YouTube videos, turn off everything, all that input, all that stimulus coming at you constantly, which is great and can be idea producing, but sometimes it's good just to be alone with your own thoughts and just see where they go. Like pick up a piece of paper in your mind while you're driving and it's quiet and start folding it in your mind in different ways. Start tearing it and, and see what happens in your mind. I know this sounds crazy, but this, this is the mother of invention. Um, you just sitting there in your mind and pre-thinking things. Everything you see before you was thought of um, before it became reality. So mind play can be so valuable um, and so fun. I mean, it's actually a good exercise because you're, you're training your brain to think in different ways. You're using your um, three-dimensional rotatory space in your mind, your creativity, to roll things over. Picture yourself rolling a piece of paper. Roll, roll it up like a scroll in your mind. Um, tear the edges. Maybe burn the edges. Remember we used to do that? We used to take a lighter and lightly burn the edges and then blow it out really fast and realize we almost set the house on fire doing it, but it gave us such a cool old pirate uh, map look. We just loved it. Little black flecks of paper everywhere. Oh, my puppy would eat all of those. 
Um, everything goes in his mouth. I know, I know. It's like a toddler. Um, yeah, you know what's funny is um, I, I'm looking for his manual, and it's not like I haven't had a puppy. You know, I've had a lot of dogs in my life. I love dogs. Um, I love all animals, but I, I, I've been through the puppy thing many times, but it's, it's like starting over. My last set of dogs, all four of them were all seniors, all 18 through all 19 and a half, 17 through 19 and a half when they passed. And um, so we were out of the puppy phase for quite a while, and I'm getting to enjoy all that fun stuff again. Yep. So... Um, Anyway, and he's teaching me how to tear paper. He, I have this bookshelf that has stuff on the bottom shelf. It has old, uh, not old, but it has like coffee dyed notepads and um, like oddball things. You know, like I just took a bunch of oddball things one day and dunked them in the coffee and let them dry or air dried them. Can't remember now. Um, and I just stuffed them in uh, uh, Ziploc bags and put them on their side like they're dry and uh, stored them on the bottom bookshelf. I need to show you guys that. Um, it's not pretty, but it's really functional because it's almost like KonMari, uh, where everything is standing on its side so you can see stuff. And that's handy to store things. I need to do a video on that. Um, not the prettiest thing in the world, but sure functional and maximizes space and keeps like with like, which uh, really helps. Um, so he gets in there and he moves my barrier and I have tried putting um, the stiff rug on its side and I've also tried using um, postal boxes on their side and he managed just to ferret his little way back in there and what he does he starts nibbling on the edge of the pages and they are so cute when he's done I have to admit um, so animals are natural terrors they get it you don't have to explain things to them they're like oh yeah paper tear it no problem another um, natural terror the birds oh uh, you know, this was years ago when I used to have a desk upstairs uh, my little office and um, I had a one lovebird at the time his name was Mozart and um, he used to sit on my desk while I would uh, work and uh, he would come along and it didn't matter what paper I had in my hand he would come along like a little buzzsaw and nibble off the top in one felt swoop he just goes snip 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 and uh, there I would have the most beautiful deckled edge at that time I wasn't doing any paper craft I didn't even know you know how to glue paper together at that point um, so just know that anything is possible and you can learn it and step by step you don't have to learn everything in one day just uh, play with one technique a day and just see where it takes you um, I think sometimes we get excited with the avalanche of ideas and we feel like, oh, I gotta, I gotta do everything right now and we like make this massive project and we spend all this time gathering stuff and, and then we sit down and we just hit this wall of overwhelm. Overwhelm alert, overwhelm, where am I gonna start? Oh my God, I need to make the cover amazing. If the cover's not amazing, the rest of it's not gonna be intriguing at all and I might as well just quit now because I can't figure out how to do the cover. Um, I should do some videos on cover ideas. Um, I mean, there's so many different ways you can do covers and tearing paper can be one of them. Yeah, you can do collage, you can do um, layering with torn paper, which looks awesome, totally awesome. <clears throat> you don't need all the fancy scissors. You don't need all the, you know, um, scalloped and pinking edge and all that kind of stuff. You, if you got your hands, you can make the most amazing things with those tools. Those are the most amazing, dexterous, joyous tools given to us. And if we just... Um, are kind to them. We keep them well moisturized so they don't absorb too much ink. Um, that's a, a tip I'm trying to share out there a lot now that uh, if you want an easier time washing the ink off your hands ever after you craft, make sure that your hands are well moisturized. Although be careful if you're working with knives and cutting devices, sometimes it can make your hands slippery. Um, yes, okay, disclaimer. Don't cut off your fingers. Don't cut off your fingers. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, tearing is very old school. It's very easy. Anybody can do it. We all tore paper as kids. <clears throat> sometimes important papers. Sometimes we got into our, our parents' um, mail and we started tearing stuff because we were a toddler. And then, of course, we ate it because that's what we did. We were toddlers. I don't recommend the eating part now, but I do re recommend hanging on to that desire to tear. Some people love the sound of tearing paper. That, that, yep, that, just that sound is enough to get them going. And then they're often tearing. Um, and you don't have to pre-plan what you're going to do with your torn paper. No, just make a pile of, uh, Maybe, you know, random sizes, four by sixes, five by sevens, tear papers in half, um, uh, tear all the edges off, tear um, just the one side off and see where it takes you. Make some tucks, corner tucks with tear, tears. Um, those look really cool, actually. Make some little corner tuck collages all out of torn paper. How cool is that? And we haven't even begun to talk about tearing fabric. Well, that will be for another day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. The sound of tearing paper, the feel of torn paper, when you can kind of feel with your little fingers the little edges of the little fibers that have come apart, they've let go from each other, um, you know, almost like in the universe floating out of space where they like, let go, gone, you know, like the scene in the Titanic where like, let go, and he sinks to the bottom. Um, <clears throat> I don't know why he just didn't grab another piece of flotsam and, and put himself on it. But um, anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, there's just so many things we can do with the, uh, the concept of tearing paper. And I want you to have maximum amount of fun and not get too stuck in different, you know, thinking you got to be appropriate. I want you to throw appropriate right out the window. Now, you can be nice and organized and neat, and there's nothing wrong with that. But once you bring in the concept of appropriate, then all of a sudden it becomes stiff and stodgy, and, and the creativity becomes, well, my art teacher would not approve, or, you know, grandma who sews quilts will um, say it should have been done like, no, 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 you just let that go. You let it go, and you just play with your papers, and you tear them. As a matter of fact, I challenge you today go into your craft room and grab 10 papers and tear them up in different ways and start to ask yourself, what could I make out of this? What, how could I use this differently than I've been doing? Um, can I make notebooks? Can I make pockets? Can I make journal covers? Can I um, decorate pages with it? Um, you know, can I make little embellishments? Can I make little, um, uh, you know, clusters? I mean, you know, you just, you got options. And I want you to remember, you know, everything is a journal supply until proven otherwise. So you look at that packaging that comes in the door, you look at that junk mail that comes in the door, and you ask yourself, what if I tore it? What would happen if I tore it? What kind of possibilities would open up for me? All right, getting home here, opening the garage. Yeah, it's, uh, now I wanna run and tear paper. And um, there's something about the torn edge and the way it receives ink or receives pigment of any kind, um, when you rub it uh, uh, with, you know, an inking um, blender or um, a little ink dauber, or when you drag it through something, drag it through some paint, like pour some paint on a piece of paper and then drag the edges through it. See what happens. Um, gesso up some paper. So it's like white flat paint that you just put all over some paper and it gives it a, it makes it thicker and stronger and it's now able to receive uh, pen and pencil and marker and paint. It's, it's like a tooth. It grabs uh, the pigment and that uh, kind of locks it in. So play with that and, and see where that goes. Um, 
uh, you know, there's a whole world in the gesso world out there. There's also clear gesso, which will do the same thing without adding the white. And there's also black gesso. There's probably gesso of every, every color, but I would just say, if you want to start, maybe get some white and just play with that for a while because that'll give you a nice writing base. You can take some book pages and tear some book pages in different shapes and then gob some, uh, like just paint some gesso over them and let them air dry. And then you can do all sorts of things. You can rub a, an ink pad over it and it'll pick up the roughness in the gesso. You can stencil on it. You can write on it. You can glue things to it. Um, but the torn edges will give it that kind of mystical old world grungy effect. And when you add a little bit of color to that, that will be absolutely magnificent. And you can go places, let me tell you, you can go places with that kind of stuff. So if you find value here, please <coughs> like, subscribe, and share. And, uh, um, and just a reminder to those who may be new, welcome, welcome aboard. I'm so happy you're here and you decided to come by. Um, if you don't know, I have um, some links. They're either linked somehow to this podcast. I don't know where you find that, but they're below every video. You can find links to my Etsy shop where I have a lot of vintage digital images, digi kits that you can download and print out and have some focal points and fun things that you can play with in your junk journals. I also pop in there journals, um, sometimes by surprise, bundles, gift bundles, sometimes by surprise, sometimes I do a video, sometimes I do a little social media blast, just depends on the day. But every once in a while, go ahead and take a little peek see. You never know what you might find. And also, um, I have a free monthly emailed newsletter where you're going to get a free digital image plus a junk journal tip plus a note from the bookmaker explaining what a junk journal is and how you can use it in different ways you might be able to want to use it if you're giving it as a gift and you want to give the person some ideas on what this unusual book that they just received oh they're going to be so excited when they finally figure it out and um uh, there's also a newsletter. Uh, that was the newsletter, right? There's also an Amazon store. I have an Amazon store where I put my favorite tools and supplies. Please feel free to check that out. You might find some fun things to play with. Um, and what else? Uh, Facebook group. We got a Facebook group where we're doing weekly and monthly challenges. And um, I post weekly and monthly challenges there. And I put my videos in there so that you can get some ideas on what to make. And I love to see what you guys make from the videos. If you, you know, like there's a Wednesday video. Um, usually the challenges uh, come out on Monday. And um, the weekly challenges gets post get posted there in the units and in the discussion. And then you just can post away your versions of it. I love to see your takes on it. You guys are so inspirational and so creative and um, you just take it in so many different ways. So if you want inspiration, if you're thinking, hmm, I don't know what to do with this. I like the idea, but I'm kind of stuck. Just go check out the Facebook pa uh, group page because um, it's called The Paper Outpost FB Group. I know how original, right? But I think if you Google or you, you know, like Facebook <clears throat> the paper outpost it, it might come up and um, people there are really friendly they're really helpful and giving each other tips and ideas and ways that you can do things maybe make things easier for you I mean we've, we've all been through the struggle you know those of us that um, have been junk journaling for a while there are a lot of ways that you can make your life a lot easier junk journaling where you don't get stuck on those I know I know what you mean like how to get the signatures all lined up so one's not higher than the other you know how I can use the supplies I actually have, and I don't have to run out and buy a thousand other supplies. I mean, there's tons of stuff that you can make junk journals out of. So, um, and encourage yourself. You don't always have to make the grand master tome. You can make little journals, and they can be so fun and rewarding. I think I'm going to make little 
little tiny journals today. I have like the urge to do that and maybe with torn paper. There you go, folks. So remember, remember that fun can be simple and create with reckless abandon. There are no rules in the junk journal world. Take care, everyone. Till next time. Bye. Thank you.